The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's going on? It's actually Friday. Is it Friday? It's Friday. Friday. Fuck me, it is Friday. You're right. This holiday's got me all messed up, man. It's, it's a, no, this is uh, no, this this time of year is just so I fucking. I can't weird. keep track of anything. No, fuck no. No, it's not. Who, who the fuck knows anymore? Uh, we'll we'll call it Friday. We'll just we'll call it Friday. We'll do it. If, we'll if, do it's it. Not, if it's not Friday, then it's fucking Friday now. Um. Pause for celebration. Pause for celebration, Panther. Congrats. You, you, lad, got, baby. you, you got a hockey Earth break. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I, and you were fucking sweating like shit, by the way. I had to go to a fucking oh, shootout. Fucking shootout? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, but, but, but as fate would have it, I, I win my one solo game in hockey, and I lose both games in basketball. Basketball was a clusterfuck yesterday. Arch, Arch, you, you called it, too. You were looking like in, in the post-show. I think it was just me and you. You're like, I'm going to lose a basketball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you <laughs> You were on such an unbelievable hot streak in basketball, and you're just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna lose." Yeah, <laughs> you, you feel it coming. You can feel the winds coming. Yes. Yeah, it's a weird. It's, I mean, it's a weird fucking day. The fucking Spurs got another win yesterday. Uh, you know, the Indiana fucking bucked my fucking trend. Right. Yeah, every time I back them, they, they they seem to shit the bed. I backed them yesterday, and they fucking won. Uh, kids to death. Hey, listen, living up to expectations. There you thank, go. Thank you, OKC Thunder. Weird day in basketball. We got a lot of basketball uh, to talk about in the second half of the show, but I do believe we should talk a little football in the first half. It was a football game last night. I think uh, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, by, by the time by the time that was kickoff, right? It was 14, minus 14. So, yeah, it was, and, I think it was at, at 14, yeah. Yeah, so you wanted to jump on the minus 12 and a half, right? Or 12 or something like that? Yeah, the, the sheet was telling me to do that, and I just... Yeah, you would have cashed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would have cashed. Uh, by by tip off was minus fourteen. They ended up winning by fourteen tip points. Tip off. Uh, okay, kick off. <laughs> Whew. Man, I'm thinking of ba- basketball uh, already. Um, kick off. They were they were uh, minus fourteen, so they would have pushed on that one. I think a couple guys uh, jumped on Dallas or you know jumped on Tennessee plus the fourteen. So congratulations on your push there. Um, takeaways from this one, guys. First off, my first takeaway, and, and these are just instant reactions, is uh, Malik Wills is dead. <laughs> so he's, he's just dead his career is dead Brown? right yeah his career oh no, no he's not he's he's listen he didn't get run over by a truck somewhere he's he's not like you know crossing the fucking uh street and drunk and, and get hit by a truck right. uh allegedly um no his career is dead though so he, he's he's fucked he, Malik Willis is done um I want to call him Romeo, but it's not. I'm confusing Romeo Dobbs with with, with uh, someone else. Uh, hmm. What the fuck's this guy's name? Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs had a better game, one game, uh, than Malik Willis had all fucking season combined. He threw for 232 <laughs> yards. Uh, Malik Willis is, I think, cumulative thrown for 275 in his three starts. I think the highest amount he's ever thrown. It was 99 yards. Um, I got a point on that, but I want to hear Panthers' uh, theory on that in a minute. Uh, last point here is. Uh, 
it didn't matter for fucking Tennessee. Tennessee didn't fucking care. It's it's a winner take all next week against Jacksonville, no matter what. So that's all they were gearing up for. For Dallas, it means fuck all as well, right? So, you know, whatever. They're, they're not they're not catching fucking uh, Philly, right? Philly's not losing out. Not catching Philly. So it was kind of a meaningless fucking bullshit Thursday night game, or as we call it, a regular Thursday night game. <laughs> Panther, tinfoil hat time. What's your what's your theory here? Well, the th- I mean, there's a couple thoughts here. We've talked about how this game meant nothing for Tennessee because their season all rides on next season or next week. They didn't play anybody. And they lost. They don't know if Tannehill is going to be back or not. They didn't play Malik Willis. So maybe, they, A, they want to see what Dobbs has for deciding if it's Dobbs or Willis, or B, they didn't put Willis out there just like they didn't put Derrick Henry or anybody else out there. Joshua Dobbs was throwing to a XFL roster with maybe the exception of Robert Woods, who I didn't even know was still in the league. Max, when he left the Rams, you know he was still in the league. I, haven't, I, haven't I did. No, no, I knew he he was the quote unquote top receiver for uh, Tennessee because uh, for for some reason uh, they they thought uh, um, uh, AJ Brown was washed up. Yeah, he was with Tannehill at quarterback. <laughs> uh, so you know, my tinfoil hat was I don't think Tennessee knows who the quarterback is, and maybe they were protecting Willis because they were going to use him next week, or they needed to see what Dobbs had, and they were it was a very pass heavy game for them. Um, Hassan Haskins never even fucking heard of this guy. I don't know who he is. Led the rushing attempts with twelve. So. The game plan was for Dobbs to throw. I think the game plan was to see what Dobbs has, but I don't think I'm just kind of throwing it out there. I don't think they know who their quarterback is next week. Yeah, that could Archie, be. Who, who do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely think there's apparently now more a little more upside for Dobbs mm-hmm. than Willis. I mean, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, and let's Dobbs did not play great. Uh, you know, he, he did okay. What uh, twenty mm-hmm. for thirty nine, a touchdown, an interception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, and and you know, I guess all of this, the the Dobbs numbers is kind of like how more maybe more how you perceive the Cowboys defense. <laughs> like, was that a good performance against a, a good defense, or was it a that's, shitty performance against an uh, defense? That's that's my I think that's my takeaways. I, I think Dallas's defense is a bit overrated. I know they, they didn't have Van Der Esch out there, right? He, he he missed the game. I think they they were banged up a little bit in the secondary. So I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But for what we've seen from this Dallas uh, defense over the last few weeks. I'm not super impressed. Uh, they can be run on, uh, but there was no Derrick Henry to run on them yesterday, so it didn't fucking matter. Uh, I, I I think this Dallas defense is 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 better than listen, man. They were historically bad at one point in fucking time uh, last year, right? Almost was it last year. Was it, yeah. was it two years ago now? Two years ago. Two years ago was two, two years, two years ago. ago. Yeah, it was, yeah, two years ago. It was, it was possibly the worst defense ever fucking set set foot on the field. So they've definitely improved since then. I, I like their defense. I just think it's a it's a it's a good, not great defense. Uh, you you want to look at a great defense? You fucking go to San Francisco. You see a fucking great defense oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Like really, this is a, that's a fucking great defense. Dallas is a, that's good enough defense. Is it good enough to win a Super Bowl? Possibly. Listen, I mean, uh, it's a good enough defense to win a Super Bowl. Offensively, though, like I know they were banged up. They had no Tony Pollard. Um, uh, Zeke was a little bit hobbled. He still did okay. Uh, let's talk about Dak, though. Can we talk about Dak? Yeah. Um, not a good half. Not a good first half. The, the, all those criticisms that we had of Dak Prescott. Uh, just rewind, download, and listen to every single episode of every single criticism we had of, of Dak Prescott kind of came to life in that first half yesterday like he did not look good at all and again again against a tennessee defense that's eh and pulled players like i got worries about dak that's for sure 
Nothing? I don't have, I don't have worries about Dak. I think everybody – he's the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to get talked about, but um, he's going to make mistakes. Every quarterback makes mistakes. This, this is a good team, but I don't think it's a great team. I'm not going to pin their wins and losses – on Dak, I mean, you look at Ezekiel Elliott, who with with no Pollard out there, he had basically he was the bell cow, and he man averaged one point nine yards per game. I think I've got more concerns about someone like Zeke if Pollard's not there to to rescue him than they do with Dak. Dak's going to be, I think Dak's fine. He's above average. He's not elite. He is who he is. I don't know why he actually gets talked about so much. Can we talk about the play calling a little bit? I think this all. I think I think they kind of they kind of they kind of gel when you talk about play calling and deck. When your team is hell bent, no matter the yardage of always running on first down, no matter what, like set it in stone, and you know they don't gain that much. Now all of a sudden, Dak is in obvious pass situations. It's not. Right. It's not giving him the you know the the the, the best uh, possibility, the best situation to uh, perform. No, absolutely. Listen, I mean, uh, how many times were they, what, two and eight, you know, two, two and nine? Right? Yeah, yeah, right, second, right, right. Second, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, was, yeah. It, it was, yeah, it was, it really was. I mean, to span this point, right? Like, okay, oh, it was a fucking cloud of dust out there. You know, fucking may, maybe getting a yard out there. Uh, what, what, you, what did you say? 1.9 yards per carry? Yeah, 19 history? carries for 37 yards. 1.9. Yeah, so, so, I mean, and uh, I think you're totally right. I think uh, Mike, Mike McCarthy has the same fucking script and i think you know it's so fucking predictable I, I would love to see it one time just like fucking dak you know first down to fucking throw the ball you right, know? Right. You're, you're gonna see it I, you're gonna see it that's why they don't do it because they don't have to right they're, they're, you're not gonna see it the rest of the season you're not gonna see it when they beat whoever comes out of the nfc south but then that that uh conference championship or wherever they get in the second round whoever they're playing it's gonna be the first play of the game it's gonna, it's, gonna be, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be an interception. Yards. Yeah, but here's here's the here's uh, the thing. I don't, <laughs> but there there was a study somebody did a, a few seasons ago, maybe last season, that showed that the, the play action pass is as effective whether or not you're actually attempting to really run the ball at any point. Really? Yes. That, there's no difference. There's no difference. The play action pass is just as effective if you've run zero times or fifty times. Psychological thing, probably, yes. right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like play, players just they just they see like the fake handoff and they they got to react like uh-huh. reaction time, especially like a fa- like I, I'm surprised that Brady doesn't do a lot more play action, right? Like, I, I want to see play uh, Brady's play action uh, numbers. I like it just again like eyeball wise, he doesn't do play action a lot, right? You know, uh, Tampa Bay was at one point the lowest motion and play action uh, team in, in the NFL. I think it was. You know, because uh, uh, my thought process is this. I, I know Brady's all about getting rid of the ball really fucking fast. Uh-huh. But imagine him doing a play action, the defense's reaction time, and then his reaction time. Yeah. Like, uh, to me, it's just like by the time the defense already reacted to the play action, he's got the ball fucking out of his hands and into a fucking receiver's hands. Like, so I'm just I'm surprised that they don't do more play actions in, in, in Tampa Bay. I think it would probably help Tom out right now uh, as he's. A step slower. I, look, the guy still fucking releases the ball fast, but he's a step slower. Uh, let's go back to something that Panther said, though. You, you're assuming that Dallas is going to fucking beat the Bucks. Yes. Is, is that your automatic assumption? Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> horrible. Uh, the Bucks are basically the NFC's version of the Tennessee Titans. I would like uh, listen uh, off air. I would like to just take uh, take a personal wager against you on that. I, I don't. I don't think Dallas gets out of the, the fucking uh, NFC South division game. I don't. 
I don't think Dallas gets out of the first round. I say they beat the Bucs. I'm not so sure if it's Carolina. Because <laughs> Carolina can run the ball. <laughs> you're, trying, you're, trying to, you're trying to trap me. <laughs> I, I it's, it's Dallas trying. versus the fucking field, buddy. I'll fucking take New Orleans at this point. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Like, you know, but when you're talking about Tom Brady, though, here's, here's what I think about Tom Brady. Like, he knows he's a, he's a step slower. He's four, whatever he is, 45, 48, whatever he is. I don't think he wants to turn his back. I don't think he wants his back to the defenders, and that's why they don't do play action because they he just wants give me the ball and let me see what the receivers are doing so I can get rid of it quick. It's it's a combination of a yes he wants to get rid of the ball very quick. He doesn't get sacked. I mean the guy hardly ever gets sacked because uh, he gets I think rid this, of it so this year he got sacked the most. Uh, I, I want to pull that up. I think this year this year he he, he was on his back a lot this year. <laughs> He was on his back, back as much as Giselle's on her back right now with the fucking, uh, the fucking soccer guy she's with. <laughs> uh, which goes to just goes to further my point. The offensive line hasn't been as good as it's been in the past, and he doesn't want to turn his back on the play. I think I think it's by design. He don't play action pass because Tom Brady doesn't want to have his back to the defense and lose that half second, full second uh, that he could be reading the defense and seeing what his wide receivers are doing. He's been sacked nineteen times. I guess I guess that's. A normal amount. That's not like a, an incredible amount. No, Burrow in six yeah. games last year. Yeah, no, it was a, Burrow got sacked like eight times in fucking game one this year. <laughs> right. I, want, I, want, I want to say that fucking uh, Tannehill fucking got sacked. Uh, th- yeah, he's a thirty-three times this year already. So that that offensive line is a fucking clusterfuck as well. Um, and I think I listen. I, I think going into next week, like, the biggest takeaway is it doesn't matter if it's a hobbled Ryan Tannehill, uh, they're protecting Malik Willis and he fucking goes out there or if it's Joshua Dobbs. This team is fucked against Jacksonville next week. Like, like this, team, this, this, team, yeah. this team is fucked going into that game. I don't care if Derrick Henry runs for 400 fucking yards. Like, uh, you're, not, you're not keeping peace with fucking, uh, fucking Trevor Joey Lawrence out there. It's not going to fucking happen. This, this team is a, a goddamn disaster. What the fuck happened? Like, how did the wheels fall off so fucking quickly? I, and I, I know injuries. I said it yesterday, right? 82 fucking different starters or whatever it is. I know injuries have been piling up. But, I mean, they were 7-3, and three, right? Was that it? 7-3, and 7-4, and four, something like that? Like... They, they were c- competing for the number one seed at one at one point in time. I'm like, man, fucking Tennessee looking like a goddamn threat to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm God, looking at next I'm looking at next week's schedule. They don't have any time slots for any games. I think this one gets flexed to the the primetime NBC game Sunday night. I think so. I think I think I think this has got to be the fucking uh, the, the 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 top game next week. I mean, it's the one that matters the most, right? Oh well, uh, Lions Packers. Wait a minute, Lions Packers might be the one that matters the most, right? That's well, we know for a fact this one matters. We don't know. Yet. That one needs a little help. That, right, that right, one, right. That right. one could, could matter a lot. Yeah. Jets Dolphins. That's a, that's another key one too. There's some there's some fucking key matchups possibly 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 next week. You're, you're right though. This is the only one that we know for sure that fucking matters. Right. Even Bengals could be a big one. Bengals Ravens depends. Bengals lose this week to uh, Buffalo. Right. You're also forgetting that's- the uh, Houston. Houston Colts game that, that well, matters that's a lot. the most important game for you. That's yeah, the most yeah, important yeah, game yeah. the fucking week next year. That's all you fucking care about. You that's don't care about the one, number one Z for fucking Kansas City. You don't fucking care about that. You care no, about no, no, fucking no, no, cash. No. Yeah, that's the one I care about. <laughs> he, he cares, yeah, he cares about that one. He cares about Vikings Bears. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Vikings Bears less so. Less so. I mean, the, the Vikings will find a way to win by a fucking field goal. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just set it in yeah. stone. If it, if the spread is more than three, just bet the bet the underdog against the Vikings. Did. If Cousins is yeah. fucking benched in that one, they might actually win by two touchdowns. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. 
Who's the backup quarterback? I, I don't know. Let's just say Mullins? Case Keenum. Probably not. Probably not. Mulva? Did Mullins. you say Mulva? Mullins. Oh. Nick Mullins? Oh, I love Nick Mullins. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. Two touchdowns. Nick Mullins plays. They're going to fucking beat the Bears by two touchdowns. Oh, shit. Why is it fucking Justin Fields bubble wrapped at this fucking point? Just get it. Don't, don't even fucking play him at this point. Agree. What are you, why would you throw him out there? No fucking reason to. This Oh, ankle injury. Fine. We can believe that. Oh, fucking quadricep. Whatever. Just fucking uh, have someone come up to him and just like fucking tap him in the fucking uh, leg and say, oh, my God, you know, fucking hip injury right there. Done. Hey, some, some people still think COVID's a thing. He could just be ill. That's it. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Good call. <laughs> uh, anything else on this game? Are we done? I think we're done. Let's talk about the book club. All right. Book club, ladies and gentlemen. It is a private Discord server. This is where we hang out. This is where we talk sports betting. This is where we talk sports, spicy memes. This is where you can see pictures of fucking Bill Belichick's wife being fucking uh, sun lotioned up by uh, it's a very fit Bill Belichick there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, that's that's a season form Bill Belichick right there. Uh, listen, man, man takes his shirt off like that. He's that fucking confident, like just because he's got a wife like that. Uh, you can see what we're talking about if you joined us live, listen live, and saw the fucking chat here. You can do that by going to thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com, and that is the truth. Everyone does hate Wentz. Uh, sign up now for three free days. After that, it's only $25 a month. You get access to all these picks. You can have fun with us. If you book it, over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGens. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Man, you either die a hero or live long enough to become Andy Reid type body shape. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know what happened to Josh McDaniels. You see, Josh, Josh McDaniels looks like he's he's uh, emulating Bill Belichick. He used to be a fucking skinny dude. Now he's like, ugh. one year of fucking Derek Carr's made him look like that. Whoa. <laughs> I see it now. Oh, Jesus. Right? Right? He, he looks like he could be a fucking stand in for uh, Brenda Fraser and the whale. He needs to walk away oh from those buffets. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Vegas buffets, Panther. What'd you do to Josh McDaniels out there in Vegas? I'd like to go out there and be his fucking general manager so I can fire him. <laughs> you keep Carr? Yeah, that'll go well. <laughs> no. no, I'd keep Carr for the rest of the season, but we, yeah, we'd be, we'd move on. Uh, What's okay. the point of keeping Carr for the rest of the season? Uh, can we just talk about this real quick? What's the point of keeping Derek Carr for the rest of the season? You're not trading him. You, you can't trade him because you only got like three days after the Super Bowl, until his fucking guarantees kick in. Can't be traded. No one's going to trade for him. You got to release him. Release him now. There's a little fucking, like a fantasy fucking team. Just pick him up. <laughs> fucking Jets pick him up. Win the fucking Super Bowl. How long do they sit on waivers? When, when will he get claimed if he gets claimed? I, 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 I think that they can still fucking uh, pick him up. The Jets could probably pick him up. I don't know about the rules on that. But then the 49ers would be all over it. Oh, yeah. Well, the Jets would have uh, Preston's of the 49ers. That's right. They'd probably wise. waiver wire him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. The, the, the Rams might just pick him up for fun. <laughs> that, would, that, would be, that would be a Rams move. <laughs> the Rams would just pick him up just to fuck over San Francisco, just for fun. This is because McVay would want to fuck over Shanahan. So. All right. Enough of that. NBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five NBA Panther picks today. Um, uh, listen, I got, I got three. Might be some overlap here. Let's start off Phoenix, Toronto. Raptors have not been playing well as of late. Being at home used to be kind of their saving grace, but they've got consecutive home losses to the Clippers and the Grizzlies, and now they've dropped to 10 and 8 at home this year. But Phoenix in general has just been struggling with, without Devin Booker out there. They've lost four of their last five games. They, they're in the tail end of a road trip, and they're just not good on the road. 6 and 11 away from Phoenix. I think this is an opportunity for the Raptors to, you know, break their little losing streak at home, get a home win. So a $10 money line bet on Toronto. I'm scared of this game. I, I, Phoenix is a. It's very tough for me because I think they're better than we're seeing, but I just kind of wonder if they care, if they have any want to. Like they, they beat their ass for the last two years to get that number one seed and then just get bumped in the playoffs and, and not win the championship. Maybe they're taking the Bucks approach. Like, look, we're going to make the playoffs. We don't give a fuck what our seed is. And they're just trying to get everybody healthy, which, by the way, everybody's not healthy, um, which is why this line is the way it is. I think Phoenix is the better team, but I just don't think they have a lot of tryhard in them right now. I'll lean Toronto at home. Yeah, leaning it with you, Max. Just not not quite there. Pretty pretty close. Uh, maybe Phil will override me for the mutual fund, but uh, <laughs> it's a lean right now. I wish I had a plus lot, though. Well, that would have been nicer. Uh, next one up, uh, Philadelphia, New Orleans. Uh, it seems like Zion's finally arrived, right? He's he's kind of emerged as that talented player that uh, was worthy of the number one pick in the draft. Um, still has some catching up to do with, with John Morant, but uh, lately, Zion has become just an absolutely unstoppable force out there. Pels have won four in a row. They, leap, they actually leap Memphis for top spot in the Western Conference. They're tied with Denver for the number one seed in the West right now. Uh, Sixers, pretty good team themselves, right? You know, coming off that road loss to Washington, um, you know, Phil's going to look to avoid losing two in a row for the first time since very, very early in December. Uh, not a great road team. We know that Sixers not a great road team, but I think there's some value in them stealing a game tonight. So a $10 bet on Philadelphia. Uh, 
I don't know if there's any value. It's a one point line. There's your minus one twenty. Um, I I like the way New Orleans is playing, and you hit it right on the head. Zion has finally arrived. I mean, this guy's kind of been the joke, the poke the bear, no pun intended, the last year because of his weight and everything. He lost all that weight over the summer, came in uh, feeling good, and he's played at a very very elite level. Not only does Philadelphia kind of under 500 on the road, but New Orleans is dominant at home. They haven't had Brandon Ingram for the longest time, and it really hasn't mattered. Other parts and pieces have stepped up to keep this train just chugging along. I think New Orleans wins another one at home. Uh, I don't want the point. I just want the money line plus 100, $10 on the Pelicans. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning the Pelicans slightly. I, I, mean, I don't really want a piece of this game. It's a little too close for me to call, just like Vegas. I mean, geez, one point game. <laughs> Good luck. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun game. And uh, yeah, congratulations to Zion. You're no longer Josh McDaniels type in your uh, body shape. Ah, man. man. Uh, last enough for me, Miami, Denver. Uh, Nuggets returning home after a back-to-back series in Sacramento. Hosting a Heat team that has managed to win three of their last five games, yet somehow still look like a pretty fucking terrible team out there. Um, <laughs> To be fair, a lot of it has to do with Jimmy Butler. It looks like he just fucking returned from um, you know uh, a trip, uh, sending some Infinity Stones back in the past. He decided to live an alternate timeline where his knees are still really still fucking shitty too. Uh, Miami just looks like a team that may have missed their window. I just I don't know how they decide to move forward. Butler could still contribute on a team on the verge of a title, but he doesn't look like to be that alpha anymore on a night in and night out basis. So maybe the Heat can trade him. To kind of like a soft rebuild, maybe keep Bam, keep Hero, and see what they can do there. As for Denver, they you know, they've they've got a dude who might be three time MVP. Got a really dynamic scorer. They've got you know when he's when he's healthy uh, and he does look pretty healthy. They've got a few other solid role players and um and they're damn good at home. Uh, they're twelve and three at home this year. Their last home loss was a one point loss to the Dallas Mavs in early December. Trust me, I know, but. I once again like the Denver uh, at at home today, so a ten dollar money line bet on the Nuggets. Yeah, I kind of agree with you here. Miami probably did miss their window. This is they're at the point now where they really need to blow this thing up. Maybe keep a few of the younger players and start building around Bam and and uh, Hero. But Jimmy Butler, you can never even tell when he's going to play. They got four other guys with Butler. List is day to day. You never know with this team who's playing and who's not playing, which makes them a very very hard team to trust. As long as Jokic is on the floor and they're at home, I mean, it seems to be a safe. Bet to bet the Nuggets four points seems tolerable, so I will lay the four as well and join Max and put ten bucks on the Nuggets. Wow, wow, wow! We have a kiss of death going on uh, here. I figured, yep. figured. Yep. Minus three and a half, Denver. That's the play I like, and that's the play I'm jumping on, and that's the one we're all doomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so ten bucks there. Ten bucks on the Heat. <laughs> all right, uh, that's it for me. I think Panther, you got a few more. Few more. Let's talk about Detroit going to Chicago. A little Midwest affair going on. Detroit, don't look now, but they still suck. Even though they did beat Orlando, I don't think that is an indictment that they're turning a, a new page or anything like that. They've got nine wins on the season, four and 15 on the road, going against Chicago Bulls team that we continue to like on paper. We just don't like them necessarily how they're pun playing. Now, they have made strides recently. They've won four of their last five that won against Houston. Still alive for Max. Trust me, I know. <laughs> That one fucked me. But otherwise, the Bulls have actually been playing much better, and they're relatively healthy at home. I like the Bulls. Got to lay a ton of points, though. 
Uh, I had it at eight. Can I still get eight, Arch? Yeah, you still can. Let's lay the eight and put 10 bucks on the Bulls. Yeah, I do not trust the Chicago Bulls team. I do not trust the Chicago Bulls team to cover. I might you know, not even trust the Chicago Bulls team to win this fucking game. Uh, I'm, I think that there's a ton of value on the Detroit money line. Uh, I almost bet it. The one fucking thing that gave me pause is the fact is that there's some suspensions that are going to be doled out today for both uh, Detroit and, and, and Orlando for that fucking melee. So that I, I had it in as a bet, and I fucking decided not to. But a big-time fucking lean on the Pistons. Yeah, leaning the Pistons here as well with the eight and a half. And I think I think you're right. I think the money line might be a little live in this one. I don't know what is it plus two ninety five. I think you might want to you might want to look at it. Like, you can't have that much confidence in the confidence in the Pistons to actually mm-hmm. pull this off. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think there's a little there's a little a little chance there. Lottery ticket right there. Yeah, exactly. All right, next game up, Portland hitting the road, going to take on Golden State. Portland very very banged up. Four guys listed. Now, granted, it's not Damian Lillard, so that everybody else doesn't really matter, right? But uh, bits and pieces is kind of what makes this team tick. Uh, they've lost three of their last four. They beat Charlotte, but that's not nothing to get excited about. Everybody beats Charlotte. Golden State, I, we know. Steph Curry's out. We know when they do back-to-back stuff. Guys, Clay misses, Draymond misses, blah, blah, blah. But this isn't a back-to-back situation. They've been at home their last three games. They've won all three. Uh, this team is just, I don't know what it is, if the rim's lower or whatever, but they are absolutely dominant, 15-2 and two at home. This is another one. I think they win it at home. I'm going to, I should probably money line it, but I'm going to take the three points, play it safe. Give me 10 bucks on the Warriors. I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of like Portland here. Um yeah the Warriors win at home I I get it Um, uh, lots of injury questions there and really I mean this team just isn't the fucking same without Steph out there I mean you know we had questions about Clay already going into this year we had questions about Clay last year He's just not the same guy that he was previously. I don't. I don't know if if Lillard goes off. I don't know if if Clay can keep up with them. And and you know, I I, I still think that Jordan Poole deserves to be punched in the face more often. So uh, <laughs> a lean on the Portland Trailblazers. Man, I like this a lot more at the the one and a half. But if that's a long gone, it's three now. Um, I'm gonna take Portland at minus the three for ten bucks. Okay, all kinds of fading Panther today. Last game up, Utah. Going to take on Sacramento. Sacramento's kind of one of those anomalies we really don't know if we like, don't like. They play pretty good offense. They don't play a lick of defense. But when Sabonis is on the floor, he's the best player on the court. And even with you know Utah's players, I think Sabonis, uh, healthy Sabonis, is a little too much to handle for Utah. I like Sacramento at home giving up the three. I put 10 bucks on the Kings. Uh, Let's continue the trend of fading Panther here. I uh, like Utah here, getting those points. Um, uh, you know, it, it's a weird matchup. Uh, Sacramento, I, I've been tailing them for a while. I'm off them for a while. It seems like an inconsistent team, and I know injuries has played a part in that. But um, I don't love this Utah team, but I think they have a chance to win it. Uh, but probably the play is taking Utah with the points. I'll, I'll lean the Jazz. Yeah, I'm leaning the Jazz here too, but I, it's just not enough value for me to, to, to warrant a bet. So, yeah, I mean... Good luck, Panther. Oh, gee, thanks. Um, that's all I got. I got one more. Uh, Minnesota is going to oh, goddamn six already. Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's coming off a loss. <laughs> we all know. So maybe that means their their cycle is to win, to try after coming off a loss. That's that's what I'm banking on here. 
I'm taking the Bucks minus a six for ten bucks. It's just a tad bit too much for me. Yeah, I think I had close. the Bucks winning by like five and a half or something like that. It was it was really fucking close. So with the six, I'll lean Minnesota here. But Milwaukee should get the win tonight. That's for sure. Thought the Milwaukee was supposed to get the win the other day. They've lost four in a row. Like the about the only positive from this game is one of them is going to break their losing streak. But um, Bucks haven't been playing well, but they do play really well at home. Uh, coming off that long road trip, I'll lean Milwaukee, but six and a half was a bit too many. Gotcha. Uh, that's it. NHL. All right. Uh, only a smattering of, of NHL games, four games. Uh, let's talk about my New Jersey Devils and the Pittsburgh. You know, Devils kind of crashed down to earth the past few weeks after riding that fucking uh, unbelievable, unbeatable stretch. Uh, their luck fa- factor finally balanced out. They're now one and eight over their last nine games. Mm. Heading to Pittsburgh, take on a very streaky Peng- Penguins team themselves. Uh, Penguins are one and four over the last five. That declares, uh, includes a pair of. Uh, overtime losses there. Uh, goaltending has been an issue over their last five games, but I think the more alarming statistic for the Penguins is their offensive drop-off over the past few weeks. Del- Devils have been a stellar road team this season. In fact, their recent slide has mostly been at home, which is crazy. So I think there's some value. I was getting a plus line on the Devils. I don't know how much of a plus line I can still get on them. Plus 104, me, 105. Nah, uh, well, it's that, not a real 104, 104. I can get plus 104. $11 bet on the Devils. Uh, two teams really trekking the wrong direction. Remember when New Jersey was in the same conversation as Boston? Um, four, losing four of their last five. And like you said, the offensive output has been left a lot to be desired. Pittsburgh, same thing. Lost four of their last five, and their offensive output has not been that great. This, I really couldn't get to a side. I probably lean Pittsburgh just because they're at home, but I really don't. I need to see a positive trend out of both these teams to start betting them. All right, last one up for me, uh, Edmonton at Seattle. You know, Seattle's kind of fallen off a bit lately themselves, finding themselves now tied uh, with Edmonton at fourth in the Pacific. Uh, Kraken have been a decent team at home, but the Oilers have actually been a better team on the road than the Kraken have been at home. Edmonton, they've got numerous flaws. Like, I mean, having the best player in hockey does not cover up all of the flaws they have. Goaltending been a major problem for them all season, and looking at the advanced statistics, that won't get better. The one silver lining here is their offense has actually underperformed this year. Based on their quality shots on goal, they they should be producing more offense. I think that they have a chance to do that against Seattle. Seattle ranks 29th in save percentage, 31st in shots uh, allowed this year. I see a big offensive game from the Oilers tonight. $11 bet on Edmondson. Well, we're going to put my little hockey streak of one in a row on the line here because I'm fading Max. I think Seattle at home should be able to get back into their winning ways. As you pointed out, Edmonton's defense and goaltending has left a lot to be desired, and they've kind of underperformed on the offensive side. So I'm banking on that to continue at least one more game, and I'll put 10 bucks on the Kraken. That's it for me. I got one more game. Nashville's going to Anaheim, even though Anaheim fucked me. Just a couple days ago and beat my Golden Knights. I don't see them winning two in a row. Um, don't love Nashville. They're not great on the road, but I hate Anaheim. This is not a principle. Fade Anaheim. Give me 10 bucks on the Predators. I will lean Nashville in this one. I did not like the line movement on the, on it at all. Um, actually, the, the just don't like Nashville in general. Um, I'll just leave it at that. I just don't like Nashville. <laughs> Not the Predators, just just in general. I just don't like Nashville. <laughs> I'm good. You got to alienate another city. 
Listen, I'm all listen. I, I've stopped alienating Green Bay. Like I'm all in on Wisconsin and Green Bay, and I want them to win the Super Bowl. So I think I'm forgiven from them. So now it's now it's my eyes are turned to Nashville. So uh, no, I'll, I'll lean the Predators with you. That's all I got. All right. Uh, no real comments to speak of, right? Nothing we can say no, on air, at no, least. Uh, no, no. What did we talk about today? We talked about the game last night a little bit. We talked about Malik Willis versus uh, jo- what's his name, Josh. Uh, Dobbs. 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 Yeah, Dobbs. Dobbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, NBA NHL, Max, that's it. That is it. Listen to anything but our picture picks. Anything that speaks over on Twitter, or betting absolute, no matter where you listen. Please, highest rank, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. You know, listen, here's where I should pull an arch because my favorite play of the day is the actual the Edmonton Oilers, and then Panthers completely faded that and said it was, it was a dumb pick. So um, I will take the Devils instead. That's what you got. Um, give me the. Blazers minus three. That that's an arch play. Fuck me from taking Golden State. Um, I'm not gonna touch the KOD <laughs> unless I want to take Miami, right? <laughs> uh, let's take Sacramento at home minus three. We'll play Sacramento with Portland and New Jersey and see if we can't get. One final parlay for the end of the year. This is the last time the three of us are going to be together until 2023. Uh, so it's been fun. You guys know what we're doing. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, but right here in the book club. Get in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. And uh, let us, you know, we'll holler right back. Or let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today when it's all said, done, kids. It's all go Irish and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.